0: You reason in the age of unreason. Always write radio with Bob France and the answer.
1: I certainly think the president is guilty of knowing what he did, seditious conspiracy, being involved in these, you know, kind of different segments of pressuring DOJ, vice president, etc obviously you know we're not a criminal uh, charges committee so i want to be careful in specifically using that language but i think what we're presenting before the american people certainly would rise to a level
0: of criminal involvement by a president that's one of the republicans <laughs> that's one of the two republicans on the seven to two Democrat to republican ratio bipartisan nine-member january six investigative committee how about that the select committee uh, that's Adam Kinzinger. Of course, their R's after they name, their names mean absolutely nothing. These are nine federal prosecutors trying to stop Donald Trump from running for president again. Make no mistake about that. Let's find out what Congressman Jim Jordan has to say. He was supposed to be on that committee. Congressman Jordan was, but he got booted by Nancy Pelosi. Uh, Congressman, good morning. How are you, sir?
1: I'm fine, Bob. Hope you had a good Father's Day weekend. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. This the, the, Their whole goal, we talked about this many times, their whole goal is try to stop president trump from running i don't think they're going to be successful i think he's going to run and as i've said many times i think he's going to win
0: well, Congressman, first of all, thank you uh, for the, for the gesture, and I hope you had a great Father's Day weekend as well. Yep. You know, it, it still frustrates me, it frustrates me when I see Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger up there professing to be conservative Republicans, but who are just so dedicated and devoted to the flag and to democracy that they're willing to, uh, to tell the truth about their president that they broke the law and did all of these terrible things. They weren't even supposed to be there. You and Jim Banks were not allowed to be on that committee. Why, and I know I've asked you this in the past, but for those who haven't heard the answer, why do you suppose that was? What were you? And Mr. Banks uh, going to do, Congressman Banks going to do on that committee that uh, terrified the living daylights out of Nancy Pelosi and the rest of the Democrats?
1: Provide real cross-examination like every other committee in the history of Congress always has. Every committee. First time in history the, the minority leader was not allowed to place on the select committee the individuals he had selected. Even the standing committee that we have every Congress, there's always minority representation there and you're always at a hearing allowed to ha- allowed to cross-examine witnesses and frankly when you do an investigation I mean, I've probably been involved in more investigations than any member of Congress over the last decade because I'm on the oversight committee I'm on, the, I'm, on the, I'm on the Judiciary Committee I was on the the Intel committee when the, when when uh, the with the, they shifted the impeachment I was on the Benghazi Select Committee so you always get a chance to see the evidence to look at the documents and then and then in the public hearings have cross-examination that's not available here. And it's a one-sided kind of infomercial kind of presentation. And even with all that, even with all that, uh I don't, I don't think we've learned anything new, and I don't think the American people are that engaged with what, what, what this committee is bringing forward.
0: Well, you mentioned the name Schiff. Uh, let, let's talk about Adam Schiff. Adam Schiff, for the duration of the Mueller investigation, declared, We have evidence in plain sight. There is <laughs> evidence of the collusion between the Russians and the Trump campaign. We know that he colluded with this foreign body to, uh, to taint the election, etc. Well, the same guy, Adam Schiff, now on this committee says... Do you have evidence that the former president himself was involved? Uh, yes, we'll show evidence of the president's involvement uh, in this scheme.
1: Just to be clear, you said you have evidence that the
0: then president was involved in putting a fake slate of electors out there. Do you do you have evidence that he directed it? Um, you know, I don't want to get ahead of our hearing. We'll show during our hearing what the president's role was in trying to get states to name alternate slates of electors, how... Uh, that scheme depended uh, initially on hopes that the legislatures would re- reconvene and bless it. Will we see that he... Con- Congressman Jordan... Uh it's 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 like it's like a bad movie that we we're, we're forced to watch again. He continues yeah. to claim there's evidence. It's evidence. Not saying we suspect or we're investigating or we're trying to find out. I have evidence. He still has not and this is 2022 now. He still hasn't come uh, come forward with the quote-unquote evidence he had during the uh during the uh, Mueller uh, Mueller investigation and those in that impeachment. So uh, why should we take him any more seriously this time around?
1: Well, I don't think people are because you know the only thing you need to add to this statement has been just like uh, we have more than circumstantial evidence that Trump colluded with Russia. Remember, he gave us that line forever. So this sounds a lot like like that. And frankly, the only thing we do know is this committee has has misled us and and lied to us now on multiple cases. Think about this. Last last week we learned they falsely accuse a colleague of ours, Barry Laubermilk, a Republican from Georgia, of doing a reconnaissance tour. So Mr. Milk and a colleague of his, Mr. Davis, who's the top Republican on the House Administration Committee, asked the Capitol Hill police chief to do an investigation. They do an investigation, and last Wednesday they come back, and here's what this letter said. The last two sentences, there is no evidence – emphasize that. There is no evidence that Representative Lavermilk entered the U.S. Capitol with this group on January 5th, 2021. Second sentence, we train our officers on being alert for people conducting surveillance or reconnaissance, and we do not consider any – of the activities we observed as suspicious, so so Bob, that is as, as a complete exoneration as you can get. And what is shipping the January sixth and chaining and all of them? Say on the January sixth, oh, we're still not convinced. We still think he was involved in a reconnaissance mission. He's like the people who investigated looked at it all and said, "There's nothing there." That is how. So with the limited amount of evidence we're allowed to see, we have now caught them in two major. Just, just lie. They, they lied about my text message, misrepresented, changed the punctuation, ship presented to the, uh, to the country as if it was from, from, from a member of Congress when it wasn't. And then we have this. Imagine all the other things they're misleading us on that we have no way of proving because we don't get to see the documents and we don't get to participate. That's how bad this committee is.
0: We are talking with uh, Congressman Jim Jordan. He is the ranking member of the House Judiciary Committee. That is spot on. And since we're talking about reconnaissance tours, can you explain to us what in the world was going on with uh, Stephen Colbert's employees being <laughs> given access un unescorted un you know, uh, yeah. access to go ahead into in, the Capitol into into Republican offices? Uh, what happened?
1: Yeah. Well, some, uh, supposedly uh, some some Democrat staffers. Let these people in after. So they've been in, I guess, the story I've, I've, I've heard is they've been in the, in the Capitol complex area, talking with Democrat members, and then uh, they were done with that, and then someone lets them back in to the Capitol They, they get kicked out because then they're, they're out They are walk around filming. They get kicked out. Someone lets them back in. Our understanding is it's been, it was uh, people who worked for Adam Schiff. We don't know for sure, but that's what we've been told. And um, they're back in, and they're filming at Mr. McCarthy's office, a couple of our other colleagues' office. They're filming outside our office is what we've been told, and they get arrested because they're not supposed to be there. And so, of course, the, the, the irony here is the very people who are falsely accusing Barry Lavermilk and Republicans of doing reconnaissance tours are actually ha- letting in a camera crew to go film at people's offices in, in violation of, of the rules of the House and get arrested for doing so.
0: Wow. That is astounding. Talk about hypocrisy at its, uh, at its worst. There it is. Congressman, the good news, I suppose, about all of this is, according to the number that I heard, only 9% of Americans are watching or paying attention to the, these uh, January 6th hearings closely. I think was the wording of the, of the survey. 9%. People don't care. You yeah. know what people do care about? Their gas prices, their milk prices, their, there their, are. their parts. I mean, every store's, uh, uh inflationary prices and so on. And, Jenny Yellen and um, uh, the uh, uh, president's economic advisors all went on the Sunday talk shows yesterday to, to to give the same message that recession is not inevitable, that Biden's robust recovery will continue, and that a recession is not inevitable. How can we not sink into, into a recession given that there is no well, end insight to the inflationary prices we just talked about?
1: I, I mean, I, I certainly hope we don't go into a recession, and, and I know you do too, and, and none of us want to go there because it's not, not good for our country. Not it's terrible for, our family. for everyone, yeah. But, we, we we certainly don't want to go there, um, but I, I, it it sure looks like that's where we're headed. And and the smart folks I talk to, I mean uh, they, they I mean smart economist type folks we talk to that that they tell us it it, it sure looks like unfortunately that's where we are going to wind up. And uh, again, I hope not. But when you do the things they do, when you spend like crazy, when you pay people not to work, and when you drive up the cost of energy, I mean I, I thought it was shocking. I think it was three weeks ago when when Janet Yellen said that. Um, Oh, I, I'm I'm surprised at the level of inflation. How can you be? You spent like crazy. You pay people not to work, and you drove up the cost of energy across the board. That, that that's going to drive up price, and then you couple that with <clears throat> the supply chain concerns that have happened over the over the uh, last year. Um, but I hope we can avoid it. Let's um, we'll see. Uh, it, it just it, one of the things I said to someone the other day is that, you know the old the old adage never hurts to have smart people in charge. And you think about this administration compared to what we had in the Trump administration, um, and I mean, you, you, you can start with the president. I mean, it seems like Joe Biden forgets everything. President Trump was, is as sharp as could be. I visited with him last uh, last Friday down in in, in uh, Tennessee, uh, and then you look at like a guy like Mike Pompeo versus Tony Blinken. You look at Steve Mnuchin versus Janet Yellen. Like President Trump had smart people in these positions who were principled in fighting for the policies that President Trump campaigned on. When he, when he ran for the job. And that's, it's such a difference. And I think, unfortunately, we're seeing, seeing that all play out here.
0: Well, you're hundred percent right. And, and just to clarify, of course, we don't wish for a recession, but I am not talking yeah. about wishing anymore. I'm talking about being, no. being, being, no, being you know, yeah. being, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about being honest and being, uh, you know, intelligent about this. And the, rea- the reality is that this, the same woman, uh, you just mentioned Janet Yellen, the treasury secretary said, this is going to be just transitory. This inflation <laughs> said, now said, oh, I probably shouldn't use that word. <laughs> There is no yeah. plan, not 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 like a a distant plan or a short-term plan. There is no plan whatsoever to stop the rising energy costs. Right. There is no plan to stop the inflation that we are seeing right now. It is impossible that there won't be a recession. So I'm not, of well, course, wishful of this. Well, I am just well, realistic course. about this.
1: Well, and, Bob, remember when, remember when President Biden said, oh, if we spend more money, if we pass the bill back better, it will help inflation. And oh. you're thinking, like, there is, not a, there is not a rational person on the planet. There's not anyone with common sense who believes that. But the President of the United States is saying uh, that, that ridiculous statement. So, yeah, th- this is what is just so frustrating, I think, for the, for the country. And now, of course, every time you drive by and you see the sign $5 gas, or more importantly, when you pull in and have to fill up your car at five oh nine a gallon, that's what drives Americans crazy and well it should.
0: Um. I want to talk about speaking of misery. Um, uh, last week, I read a short interview with some of the neighbors of uh, Justice Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh and the frustrations that they have in dealing with some of the horrific things that are being done outside his home. Of course, we know uh, that he was threatened with his life and that uh, an attempted murder charge has been filed. Now this weekend, it was Amy, Amy Coney Barrett. While there was no threat uh, and no violence, um, they were out there just—they are increasing the intimidation, the harassment, the vulgarity yep. of their protests and their demonstrations. You know, I know. 18 U.S. Code 1507 says you cannot do this. Why, Congressman Jim Jordan, uh, ranking member of the Judiciary Committee, is the Department of Justice not doing anything to enforce the laws here?
1: Same reason they let in the summer of 2020, they let people just attack our police officers. They they they, they uh, uh, didn't. They, they called rioters and looters peaceful protests. Same reason. There's always a double standard with these folks. Um, you know, th- th- think about. I was on the House floor debating this last week with the Democrats because they, they waited all. They waited six weeks before they passed this bill to give protection to the families of Supreme Court justices. Um, and one of the, the one of the Democrats on the House floor accused Republicans of talking points. And I'm like, I, I lost it because it's said talking points. They're pu- they're putting the address of where Justice Barrett's kids go to school. They're putting the address and protesting at their church where their family attends church. And, and you guys are calling this you're calling this a talking point. Like this is how out of touch the left is and how frankly mean they are when it comes to going after their political opponents. We saw it the summer of 2020. We're seeing it now. And this double standard from uh, from, from the left is is it, it, you see it all the time
0: you really do, uh, Congressman, and it's very frustrating, and that hypocrisy and that double standard is uh, is disgusting. And if you want to point out those double standards online, now you're going to have to go through Kamala. I uh, want to just get your thoughts on this. Kamala Harris it was announced back on Friday, I think it was Friday, uh, that she's going to be heading up the new online harassment task force. Um, which, as I can understand it, is just nothing more than repackaging the disinformation yep, yep. governance board that Nina Jankowicz they, they abandoned because of the horrific optics of that. This is another attempt to censor dissenting views of the American people. Isn't she supposed to be trying to protect our southern border? And
1: now she's yeah. going to
0: protect uh, people against online harassment.
1: Yeah, I think, I think there's two points here. One is the point you just made there is that, you know, here's Kamala Harris getting assigned something else that, you know, she's not going to do and think it's probably good that she doesn't do this because this is, it's a chilling uh, first amendment free speech. But this is how the left operates. You know, we've discussed this. Uh, you don't, if you don't agree with today's left, uh, you're not allowed to talk. And if you try, they're going to call you a racist and they're going to try to cancel you. It takes different forms. Uh, You know, we saw it during the right in the run-up to the election. When if you if you said the Hunter Biden story was true, you got canceled. The New York Post got locked out of its account, and it turns out everything they said was was accurate. Uh, If you if you before that, if you disagreed with the whole Trump Russia collusion, like some of us did, four of us got shadow banned. Mr. Meadows, Mr. Gates, Mr. Nunes, and myself got shadow banned uh, by 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 the 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 big tech. So understand the pattern: is the left lies about us, the the media reports it. Big tech amplifies it, and then if you try to say the truth, they come at you and get you for saying, and, and say you're you're spreading disinformation. That is the pattern, and it is time and time again. And and, and now the good news is we're we're on to them. We know how the game they play. So you just got to point it out every single time. And when you do, that's what, that, that's when they decide to oh we're going to put the disinformation governance board on hold now. But that is the pattern. They lie. The media reports it, big tech amplifies it. When you tell the truth, they come after you. But we gotta keep telling the truth
0: that is step by step exactly how they do it and that's what we have to do to counter it you're right is, is tell the truth last thing for you congressman before you go if you could um, FINA which is the governing body of the swimming world apparently voted yesterday it was announced to restrict the participation of transgender athletes in other words men who want to compete against women like Leah Thomas you and I yeah. have talked about this uh, uh, the uh, swimmer from uh, Penn who won uh, a national championship after being just a complete also ran in the in the males competition anyway they decided decided that um, you cannot compete against women if you are a trans, if you are a biological-born male, unless you transitioned by the age of 12. Some are celebrating this as a victory for, for women's sports, and to the extent that Leah Thomas can't go into the Olympics now and dominate against, other, against real women, isn't this dangerous? Because isn't this now encouraging adults to transition their young, confused kids before 12 to make sure that they can later on go, out, go, out, go on to pursue their dreams?
1: Yeah, I think you. I think you're. I think you're right. It's 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 there's that concern that you point out, and then there, of course there's the good news that at least <clears throat> at least women uh, aren't going to have to compete against uh, as you as you point out, uh, Leah Thomas. Uh, this is just ridiculous, and folks with common sense have known this is ridiculous from day one. I remember uh, when, uh, when we were talking in the office, you know, because remember when they were asking everyone what what's the definition of a of a woman, and and uh, uh, and <laughs> uh, we, we were saying, well, we we all know what a woman is, and it's not Leah Thomas, right? I mean, that that's pretty basic. To figure it but oh, the left gets all turned around themselves when it comes to this kind of stuff. It's it's ridiculous. Uh, you, you know, the, the good Lord made us male and female. Let's 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 understand that and let's let guys compete against guys and girls compete against girls like it's supposed to be. And you know, I, I appreciate some of the people like uh, the great tennis player Navratilova who's who's speaking out against this and saying like this is ridiculous when you're go- when you're letting when you're letting men compete against women. That is not fair, and everyone understands it. So. Um, I guess we celebrate the, the good part of this uh, this move that at least uh, at least the women are going to be able to compete against uh, yeah. women.
0: Short term, so maybe maybe it'll be a, a progressive situation. Pardon that word, by the way, but maybe it will start here and then progress a little bit later on to maybe getting it to just males against males and females against females, how they were born, and that's it. But <laughs> we'll take it one step at a time. If we if that that's, that's what right. we have to do, Congressman Jordan, thank you for coming on. We certainly appreciate it as always. Keep up the good work. We'll talk you to you next week. All right, there Thanks. you go, Bob, take Jim, care. Jim Jordan on AM 1420, The Answer, ranking member of the House Judiciary Committee. Yeah, there's some good with this bill. There's some bad. Or not bill, rather. It's not a bill. This isn't congressional. This is the body, uh, the FINA, the governing body of the World Swimming Organizations. They have made this decision. There's some good short-term, but there's some bad long-term. And we'll talk more about that as we continue. It's 955, always right radio on AM 1420, The Answer.